Sup? <laughs> uh, my heart goes out to everyone who every time that we or I on my individual, I don't know if you've had this experience, Instagram or whatever, talk about these books and are like, oh, we're reading The Hathaways. Um, and I've had multiple people be like, oh my gosh, I love these books. Oh, I love them so much. My heart goes out to you listening to these episodes. Um, I can't speak for the latter books in the series, but the first two, I mean, if you listen to mine till midnight, you know, it was just us being like, meh. And this one is also yeah. going to be us being like, meh. So you might want to skip this if you're like somebody I, who, when you love a book, you can't listen yeah. to somebody be like, it wasn't great. I had parts that I really liked. And then there was a part in the middle where I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, two stars. And then I like mellowed out. What part in the middle made you think you were going to give it two stars? I did. It was, I just didn't like the whole Harrow weird ass doctor thing. Oh, you wouldn't. That's not a thing no. that bothers me, but you get really mad about things I wouldn't. like that. No, I didn't. But it, it actually resolved in a way that I didn't mind. So I was, I, I ended up giving this three and a half stars. I rounded down to three because like, I think in another book, if it wasn't Lisa Kleypas, it would be a three star. Like I would round mm-hmm. down. Um, So I, st- I enjoyed actually more than I thought I was going to. Hmm. Um. But still, I don't know if I'd need to go. I probably would go back, I guess, with a series read. But, like, I wouldn't just pick it up on a random Tuesday and be like, that's the comfort read I'm going to go. If you, for some reason, didn't look at the, like, title of this episode or anything, um, (laughs) we're discussing Seduce Me at Sunrise by Lisa Kleypas as part of our Hathaway's read-along. And we will be, of course, talking about spoilers. So if you Mm -hmm. don't hear spoilers... Yeah, because most of the things I have are spoiler, spoiler. Yeah, it's all spoilery. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, welcome to Romance or TBR. I am Hannah, and I'm Caroline. And, and we did not love this book. Like it, which is so interesting because so many people love these books. And I mean, already like the setup just wasn't my cup of tea. Like I. Oh, that's why I, that's why I'm like surprised I actually enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to because oh, like from the back it's like she leaves for this dramatic circumstance which was really just her health I don't know why the back made it seem like it was like some new occurrence that she had to leave but it was just for her health um, I thought something else worse happened um, and then she comes back after like two years and he's all hardened even harder than he was um, and then she's got a mysterious suitor who I didn't think needed to exist, but it's fine. Um, he was just, he, he was confusing. Like, why did he, I, I don't understand why he poisoned his wife. Like, why? Uh, why well, we do don't that? know. They, oh. did, did they ever confirm um, for sure? Like, did he admit to poisoning his wife? I don't remember. It was pretty, you were pretty confident. Because, yeah, like, you, like, know that he did. Yeah. But, like, I didn't get any, like, resolution as to, like, why he did. Because, like, her family yeah, it like, was kind of random. And I'm just, like, what? Because, I mean, I he guess ended- we just needed, like, <laughs> prior evidence to prove, like, oh, he's done this before. Yeah. So he must be the one that poisoned Cam. But I'm, like, why would he spend so much time getting her win better? And then, like, because obviously he had some weird psychological, like, he's not a- I just was very confused as to what he was a weird character. Yeah, because like at first I was like, does he get his own book? I was like, that's kind of a sexy doctor moment. Um, and then no, he didn't because he's in jail. Um, but I just was like, why would he want it to be a marriage and name only? But then like, 
poison his last wife but then work so hard to get win better and then like yeah i'm not then... really sure what his motivation for yeah like would he win try to was. kill her too like is well, it like sadistic like i don't think he would have killed her i think yeah i mean they did mention he likes like collecting pretty things like things. he seems like a very it got weirdly psychological thrillery with him i don't know he's you can yeah like... these two have both been really interesting as like because with, I mean, the only, yeah. most of the least Claypus I've read have been The Wallflowers and The Raven Elves. I think I've only read, like, Suddenly yeah. You is the only non-series Claypus I've read so far. Mm-hmm. But in, well, Suddenly You didn't have a villain. Whenever a villain showed up in the other books, Claypus dealt with the villain. Like, mm-hmm. it made sense. We knew what was going on. And then we dealt with him. In yeah. some cases, he gets stabbed with some scissors. It's off page, but it happens. Like, it's off page, but mm-hmm. we still know what happens. The villain is dealt with, which is why, like, Mind Till Midnight, we were both so confused. Like, what I, happened to Christopher Frost? I don't Where think he go back. <laughs> I, don't, I don't either. But, like, we were... <laughs> he just runs away. Like, And he can go have a successful architecture, like, a career. Like, he can still go be fine. He was... Well, and if Leo's, like, getting back into architecture... I mean, maybe they'll come back. Run into each other. Like, I'm just confused why the villains are not being dealt with, and or their whole like their motivations are weird. Which it just strikes me as odd because so yeah. far with Lisa Claypus, I mean, she's one of my favorite authors of all time. Mm-hmm. So what's going on with these villains? I know. Like, I, I appreciated yeah. the jealousy and like, oh, I like I I know why we had to have a hero character like for Win to like see and for uh kev to just you know get like very angry and um protective and stuff and so like i liked that aspect so like i didn't overall like hate that inclusion i just it really it annoyed me when you know they got ruined and then he was like i'll marry her and then it just happened but then it was was over very quickly but i did love kev pulling up in the middle (gasps) of the night i had to like my dreams (laughs) That scene, and also it was the end of a chapter, and the thing is that I was, like, going to sleep, and I had yeah. set my little sleep timer for yeah. the end of the chapter, where I was like, okay, it's late, this is the last chapter yeah. I'm reading, and then at the end of the chapter, he showed up, gagged her, scene. tied her wrists, and carried her out, and I was like, why would I do this to myself? Why is this the last chapter? I, I really need to go to sleep, but, like, I was shaken. See, that, I think, propelled it to three and a half. I mean, it that was iconic of him. It it didn't overall make me round it to four, but I was in he love was with that. But then I also, the other factor was when setting fucking fire, the fact that they that trapped- That was so iconic. The fact, that they, the fact that they trapped this man in a wardrobe and he's just like helpless stuck <laughs> in a wardrobe after he poisons Cam, meaning to poison Kev, but he accidentally poisons Cam. They lock him in a wardrobe Win and then a for this. She, she was done with his shit she just dra- like douses it in uh, whatever medieval light or lantern, fluid, oil. lantern oil and she's like bro i'm gonna set you on fire if you don't tell us the antidote <laughs> and she does well and even like literally everybody he's like no you won't no you won't and leo's like no she won't like i'll go with her bluff oh no win don't and then she does and leo's like what the fuck (laughs) that in itself 
I was like, you okay, said, I can't. I'm not here to play games. I can't. I can't fully discount the book because I loved that scene. You know what? I respect that. That's this book is so weird to me because while yeah. I was reading it, I was enjoying it. I mean, yeah. Um, standard caveat: if you didn't listen to the Mind Till Midnight episode, I think you should because the we Just, talked a lot at the beginning yeah. about the like problematic Romani re- mm-hmm. and like the kind of exoticizing of the Romani characters and that still holds yeah I think it actually might be a little bit worse in this one which is I really noticed calling him like beast creature brute I noticed it too which is interesting because I I did the update I did the audiobook and it was updated edited version which again we will Mm -hmm. link the um Lisa Kleypas spreadsheet that you found yes um of all of the changes right it, if you're interested in like which books have been updated and what's been changed, that'll mm-hmm. be in the notes. Um, so this one was updated and changed, which is why like I'm more harsh, I think, on these than I would be on like the original text from 2007 and 2008. Yeah. Or like a book that was written then or earlier. I would be more like, here are the problematic aspects. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't necessarily affect my rating. This one, because it was updated in like, what, 20? Yeah. 2021 20 really this was 21 i think it was pretty recent like i don't this had been like they're just 2021 because they would be way hard on it they're just coming out with like i think um lady sophia's lover like that's the next audiobook being released um Mm. so like i i don't we were talking i don't know if she got like a sensitivity like i think she just like thought she like read through it and she's like i think this is bad like i don't know if she like i don't know what her process was yeah i don't know and I think so that's where things left in that I was like, this needed to be re- not necessarily like we talked about like Christopher Frost uses yeah what what you call it um, yeah um like harmful and so it's like it doesn't bother me when a villain says it because mm-hmm. he's the bad guy he, he's <laughs> yeah he's saying like oh you're so uncivilized you're a brute but we know that like this there, is bad there was a it's a problem when the narration uses it and though. Leo had. Well, there, but I Leo was some... doing – he was also, like, being an antagonist at that point. No, it was in this one. Oh. I didn't remember it being in this one. There was – he there was – There were like, uses of it by the narrator there, here. There was a time when me. he was, like, you really want – someone said something about having them and their family. Oh, but you read the original text. I did, yeah. So there was something that I marked. I, oh, did I mark it or did I – was I, like, oh, remember that? <laughs> She didn't remember. Well, so the original, there was a lot more. This one, it was just, like, things that should have been updated that I was, like, you updated, you went through, you edited these things out, but so why did it this day? There was a specific one where, like, they were in bed together, and it said something about him looming over her, like, some dark creature, and yeah, I was, like, the word creature, the word creature was heavily used, um, and, like, that's why I don't know, because I didn't, I think book one was more overt, in mm. some instances, I think in this one, it was a lot of, like, the characterization of, like, brutish and uncivilized. Sure. Okay. Well, just – I would give the Mind Till Midnight episode a listen. But And there's also the uh, – th- there's a timestamp. It's, like, 1405 or something where our disclaimer yeah. starts in that one. So you can literally just go that. Because it, it. it's it's the same here where, mm-hmm. like, we, we don't know enough about Romani culture to no. be able to tell you, like, the specifics – but I can say for sure there's a lot of weird exoticizing mm-hmm. and fetishizing of like, oh, he's so dark, exotic. This creature that's all hurt, like, that's yeah. weird. That's icky. And it's in the updated version, too. 
which, which is, is again like maybe those aren't like buzzwords for like bad yeah, just like did, language like, but F like and replace yeah all of the slurs with like that's like rom that's why i don't know yeah i don't know the how she went about this i'm intrigued i i don't um i don't know so do Even what you besides will. all of that though just be aware mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. i think um but besides all of that these are like this is such a weird book to me because I enjoyed it as I was reading it. And then afterward, the more I thought about it, the less I liked it. I was very mm-hmm. frustrated with Kev for a lot of this book. Yes. Oh, well, that's another thing. The whole setup of him just being so reticent to. I mean, I love a like pining hero who doesn't mm-hmm. think he's good enough. But he was so hot and cold where he would be like really if... possessive and then be like, no, get out of here. And then they'd make out and then but he'd also... be like, I never want to see you again. Like, if he really loved her and listened to her and listened to what she wanted, then he would have figured it out a lot sooner than yeah. he did. It, it got to a point where you're like, dude, if you really cared about her, you, right, like, which, is, which her... is what Cam had to tell him. Right. Like, when he got to that moment and cam was just like what are you doing like she's an like adult who can make her own decisions. yes and she's going to marry him she's going to have his children like she's going to do all this shit without you and you're gonna have to see it and live with it and then and then kev was like well okay well that's not gonna happen um so it just took a really long time for him to just yeah. like like va- like value her opinion not not baby her or coddle her because like obviously the first book win is still having lung issues and she's very fragile and then this one there's she's... also some kind of odd ableism in this one yeah that's what that reminded me of where, where she like is now like a full whole person yeah you know like that kind of language where she couldn't have this life but now that she's better and she yeah can which do all like, the, like, i understand to a certain extent yeah. like I mean, she was dealing with, like, a chronic mm-hmm. illness. She couldn't do the things that she wanted to be able to do. There was just kind of mm-hmm. – like, there was an odd approach to it at times. Mm-hmm. Um, when also, like, the villain, uh, Harrow, is a little – his whole, like, you can't have kids. You can't because well, I again, said so because you're too weak. And she was like, I think that I can. Because <laughs> I, I was – I was just very confused about him. He just, I yeah, just didn't understand. I just, I was like, did he, because did he not want kids? Did he, was his like kind of like a Munchausen sister? I was like, I don't know. I don't like, know. It wasn't really. This one confused me. The villain confused me. Uh, Kev confused uh, me. I like, yeah, like there were like scenes that stuck out, um, like the birth scene, um, the Cam, Cam's, um, doesn't Amelia give birth? No. Uh, no, she's. I think she's pregnant at the end of this. But Cam goes ballistic. What? He's so. very happy to learn that she is with child. Did I? I like maybe the epilogue. It was in the epilogue, I think. Oh. Yeah, in the epilogue, according to the doctor, it had been the first delivery during which he had more concerns for the expectant father than the mother and infant. <laughs> so Cam was just losing. No, that was it. Wasn't Cam? It was Kev. So it was. Um, this was like in the future. And... I do remember that Kev was very yeah, I mean, and so I, so I liked the epilogue in the sense that like he was like the doctor was just like the birth went fine, like she was great. Kev Story was time. just a wreck. We will never let my brother live down the – I have two brothers. Both of them are married and both of them now have three children. Um, the the second – the he's the second child of four of us. 
he will never ever live down because we will never let go the fact that he passed out during the birth of his first child he passed out he didn't eat didn't drink whatever and passed out which means my sister-in-law was having contractions she was pushing a baby out of her and there were nurses helping him like lay down and giving him crackers and jello whatever and she was like are you okay are you like checking on him because he had just passed out while she was giving birth and we he hasn't done it since obviously um he's been great but every time they have another child we're like how how are you doing did you make it through (laughs) well that's what i liked in this epilogue like this man had not slept oh, yeah. for all of her labor. And then immediately he was like, they're good. And he passed out. He just like was asleep. Um, I thought that I thought it was really cute. Um, so like I liked the epilogue. I liked her setting fire to the rain. I liked. That was really iconic of her. I um The whole like Cam and Kev. I, I mean, obviously brother, they were brothers. I, I was yeah. a little like, of course, the two Romani yeah. characters are brothers. But like it also did make sense. Yeah. Um, them <laughs> secretly being the heirs to a that, title. Well, Odd. and then why did she? Why did she make his name Caven when she has a character named Derek Craven? Doesn't oh, she? I didn't. Yes, unless it's, I. Unless it's I didn't remember their last name. I don't know. I listened to the audiobook. Uh, yeah. So Lisa Craven is dreaming of you, Derek Craven. It's a spell difference, or this may be pronounced Corvan. I don't know how to pronounce it, but I was like, that's very similar, like Caven to Craven. I was like, what are you doing? Um, but yeah, that one was a little like not magic sperm, but magic blood. I don't know. It was just a very like, why do we need to add that part in there? Because then at that point, it's like, okay, then you can marry Win because now you're like you're this heir so now she you're you can be okay with marrying her because you can give her the status when like no it should all just be because you love her and you want her to be happy and she's happy with you but i mean at the end of the day i didn't like really care i was like i mean yeah i didn't either it just was like a lot of there was just a lot going on well that yeah you're like there's already just some random tangents in this book um so yeah, I, yeah, it was just so because like I love Lisa Claypus's writing, I mm-hmm. really do. And I well, you touched on this earlier where you were like because it's a Lisa Claypus, it was like <laughs> you rounded down, yeah. and like I've said the same thing where like yeah. if someone else had written this book, and it didn't have the rep- I just wouldn't be as like, forgiving Romani stuff. Yeah. Well, I think I would have been a little bit. Well, maybe I wouldn't have been more forgiving. I don't know. Mine till midnight, I definitely would have been more forgiving ratings wise. Mm-hmm. This one, I don't know, because again, this is a weird one where I go back and forth because I'll remember like when setting the thing on fire and everything yeah. with Leo and um, the governess, like cat. That was good. And also, one thing that I was confused, we got a lot of Cam, which it makes sense because at that it's one Lisa. point, Cam, because Cam gets poisoned. Um, but you got so much of Cam and Amelia and I was like, cool, they're having I mean, sex all over. And it is what Lisa does. Um, yeah, I feel like that's pretty standard. But it did just kind of like make the plot just kind of go like, what? Like the only thing really standing is Kev. He's in the way of everything. Yeah, um, but she was annoying. Yeah, um, it like exacerbated well, but, that. Well, but my thing is, I I don't know. Sometimes when I think about it, I'm like annoyed, and then other times I'll remember things that I really enjoyed. Yeah. So 
Hence the three-star rating where I was like, yeah. it was fine. It was enjoyable. But as with Mine Till Midnight, because I'm compa- – like my rating system is a mm-hmm. nightmare and it's just entirely based on vibes, <laughs> I will compare if I read a lot of an author's books. Yeah. So like with Lisa Kleypas, I'm comparing her books to the other Lisa Kleypas novels that I have read. So Mine Till Midnight minus the problematic rep might have been a four-star if somebody else mm-hmm. had written it. But because I read so many phenomenal Lisa Kleypas books, I was like, this is nowhere near as good as I know she yeah. can do. Meh. Yeah. It was still enjoyable. I had a good time most of the time, except when I was deeply annoyed with Kev. <laughs> That's yeah, like I I was annoyed, but then I was like placated. Like it it was ebbs and flows. Yeah. I was like here for it, and then I was annoyed because like yeah, you know they get to a certain point, they're making out, and he's like, I can't do this. I'm like, dude, you're already almost inside her. Mm-hmm. Like just we're, we're so close. Was, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, also, I, we got an Annabelle and Simon sighting. Yeah. What was Plot twist. <laughs> I thought Lisa wrote Annabelle and Simon and then forgot about them and said, eh, we'll, like, mention them occasionally. We don't have to see them. Uh, Simon Hunt is here. Surprise. And they were, having a, they were having a ball, right? They were having a ball. Yeah. Um, I also loved how it was, like, something with Simon. And they were like, he's big. And, and Kev was like, I'm big, too. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you are. Um, but, but I did love their first scene when she con- like came back. Um, and oh he my thought God, she was. Yes. He thought she was uh, a prostitute, and he's just like, "Come in, I could use a woman, I guess." And she was like, "Well, that like he needs a woman, like." But I do respect him not even looking at her face, just like turning her around and shoving her yeah. skirt up, and she was like, "Oh, sure, yeah, all right." I thought that and was a called very, him the fuck out. It was a very fun way to start their love story. Very clapus of her to mm-hmm. have a I thought you were a sex worker mistake. Shout out to Suddenly You. And what a book. And I guess um tangentially to someone to watch over me. There's a whole situation there that wow. happens. Um, suddenly you, that's a good premise. Secret God. baby. I really enjoyed suddenly. Yeah. It was, that's another like early kind of problematic yeah. historical. Like, well, but- that one, I was just pissed. I was like, girl, tell him. But oh, no, I wasn't even that. I just was living for it. It was the, the every premise of that single book. toxic second of that book. <laughs> the premise of that one was so fun. That Wild. was my favorite. That was my favorite Lisa Kleypas for a while because I hadn't read like. Also, vague lot of blood books. stuff and they surprise did. use of raspberries. Raspberries. Mm-hmm. That was a fun one. So I liked it here. I liked how that happened and how he was put in his place. Um, when it was a lot more assertive, and I was happy about that than I thought she was going to be. Um, yeah, because in the first book, you get kind of the like precursor to... Um, mm-hmm. Well, because Amelia, you get a Winter lot of Amelia's and- opinions of her oh no i mean like in the first book you get you can tell they're kind of a precursor to helen oh yeah Winterborn yeah and the in the sense that like the the they have a similar although not the same dynamic mm-hmm. um because again they're like childhood sweethearts rather than in cold-hearted rake helen and reese meet yeah for the first time but there's like a similar illness factor um 
there's a, some like introduction of the relationship mm-hmm. like and win is a very helen-ish character in the first book yeah. because she's so like kind of frail and quiet but strong at the same time because uh, then you get like you get a lot of her characterization from Amelia's perspective and, like, obviously, right. like, her sister. Um, and so she's like, oh, that's so sad that, um, like, Maripin is just pining for her. And obviously my sister has no urges and, like, no – like, she doesn't even know. She is, And then right. in this book, you – she's right. got a lot not. of depth. Right. And it was – it was – she was a, a better character than I um, – I didn't quite know what to expect just with the summary and, like, what was going to happen. Um, and I like how she was never, like, fooled, really, by Harrow. Like, she never – she liked him as a person, I guess, which is fooled. But, like, she was never thinking that she could, like, love him or – she always qualified any statement with him by thinking about Kev. And I was like, okay, we handled that as well as it could be handled. Um I was very confused, though, when Cam just, like, passed out in the field. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, he's dying? I was living for the drama. <laughs> I was like, what? Because then Amelia was pregnant. I figured it out then... almost immediately. Mm. He passed out, and I was like, oh, you dumbass, you drank something <laughs> that was intended for Kev. There's another book I read recently. Oh, it was that, um, Susanna Craig. Um, mm. I can't remember the name of it. It's something about a rogue. I know the cover. It's a gorgeous cover. Yeah, she's wearing a green dress, and it's kind of Mm -hmm. an interesting text. We'll link it. Um, It's the fourth in a series, but it's the only one that I've read. But it was great. I'd like to read the other ones. Um, And there's a lot. There are, like, multiple. Somebody's trying to kill, I think, the hero. Um, Because there's, like, a mystery, Mm -hmm. and there's, like, lots of attempted murder. And it's the same situation where they can't figure out she becomes very ill and, like, passes out. And Mm -hmm. it becomes Mm -hmm. apparent that, like she's been poisoned but they can't figure out how and it's because she like drank a cup of coffee that had been intended for him yeah that happened in um tessa dares do you want to start a scandal she gets it's like nightshade too or like i think it's nightshade um it was lovely he like heard the thump of her falling and he just knew like raced up of to course he room. does yeah of course he does that because you know how you hear a mm. mysterious thump and you mm-hmm. go mm, that's the love of my life hitting the ground <laughs> And it was. And she was poisoned. It was a... I mean, that book, there are a lot of twists and turns. Um, That's a fun book. That's a really fun book. I do love the drama of a poisoning. And of course, there's always enough time to save them. Mm -hmm. And again, this book wasn't really... um, There wasn't really a breakup. Um, because it was like the dramatic poisoning and or stabbing and or shooting rather than the breakup route that you can take, <laughs> which I do love. Um, I I also loved the fact when Leo was like so because um, Kev had like nursed Leo and when back to health when they had Scarlet Fever, and Leo had lost his fiance to Scarlet Fever, and he was like, "You made me live. You nursed me back to health." But if Wynn would have died, you had a like a thing of that poison right next to you. You were gonna kill yourself, and like you weren't gonna live in this world without her. And you, he said, made, you me made me live, live in this world without you my. You weren't even prepared to do it. <laughs> that one hit. That one hit. <laughs> oh yeah, Leo like begging to be let or like allowed to die. Rough. Oh god, Leo's rough. I am very. I excited love for his Leo. Book. I haven't read the back of Pen. Her name is Penelope. I haven't read the back. Poppy. Poppy. 
<laughs> There's a stretch. You win like, names. You can get to Poppy. My entire view, this Penelope person. I've heard <laughs> Poppy's book is very good. That's I can't good. remember the I feel like the- I honestly, I think it's going to be a sleeper, and I, f- I have a feeling it's going to be my favorite, just because I'm not mm. going to have any expectations, so it's just going to, yeah. like, be there. I don't I know. I have hope, high hopes, unfortunately, yeah. because the higher my hopes, the more likely I, I am to be let down. Yeah. So I guess that's I a just, risk. I just but don't I have, know this girl. <laughs> I, well, that's know. true. We haven't seen a ton of Poppy. I am most excited, I think, for Leo's book, because yes. we know how we I feel know. about the wastrel. Mm-hmm. Um... And it's like a govern, and like I, I have, loved- and their setup. Already. Oh, the setup is so good, and her garter. The Stop ferret, it! The little lacy guard. I was like, oh, when they had hard. to chase, <laughs> when they had to chase the ferret around. That was really funny. And then the ferret, and then um, Beatrix was like, yeah, we want a trial. Like we can't kill this guy because we want a trial. Because Beatrix wants the ferret to be a character witness. <laughs> I also have high hopes for. Beatrix as well. Yes. I we have I high really hopes for the rest of the but I just Pen, Poppy, not Penelope. Poppy's book. I just hers is like he's he's like a working class guy, right? He's like I the uh I read the summary uh recently, but again, my memory is like really a strainer no that was used as target practice. I everything is out of my head. Um I think he's like a, a typical Claypus uh bootstraps working man so hopefully he's hot and hopefully it's good to us in that regard because yeah it's been interesting but her her steam has been really good in the series thus far that's true i was i mean claypas always surprises me for some mm-hmm. reason every single time i start a new lisa mm-hmm. claypas book i forget that i'm always in awe of her sex scenes yeah like every book is usually about a, I mean everybody's like spice scale is different hers mm-hmm. I put at a three on mine because a three is like mm-hmm. more than an average traditionally published yeah romance. my my spice scale has like changed since I mm-hmm. started it um it used to be like one is like nothing two is like closed door three is just like explicit but then everything changed um now it's oh, basically that's not like even- no i know close to mine no so it's like now it's like two and a half like to 2.75 it's like maybe there's like one like explicit but like it's like very like i don't know because it's like you know if i'm rating it off a star like i approach it like a star rating not like one is oh like, that's too complicated for me yeah so for me i this one was like a three i think see um, mine one is closed door or like there's something but it's not a full mm-hmm. scene two is one to two probably a little bit like ba- like a standard traditionally mm-hmm. published romance what you would expect there three is like a claypus novel where it's a good amount but it's not mm-hmm. over the top and then four is probably somebody like adriana herrera where like there's a yeah, lot I don't, of sex i don't do a lot of fours like i live in like the three no. range i live in a two to three yeah four is a little bit more and it might be a, like a light erotica mm-hmm. five is like erotic romance yeah i i don't tend to read like five steam level books um i don't read many adriana herrera um lana ferguson and maybe alexis daria are like the three i can like pull out of my mind for having like contemporaries that have gotten to like the four mm-hmm. on my spice scale um i think like real by kennedy ryan actually i mm-hmm. might put it a four Ooh. 
Just because I think the the thing that really pushes from a three to a four is that, and it tends to be contemporaries. Mm-hmm. It tends to be number one more scenes than average, mm-hmm. and they go really hard on the dirty talk. That and like I also a like very the, explicit scene. Yes, because you you get it all like when you get the dirty talk in historical, it's like a treat. You're like, wow, I won the lottery. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's always like either maybe one scene out of the bunch, or it's like very light where there's a lot farther to go um i definitely notice in contemporaries um i actually my one note for this one was that i actually missed a good missionary scene where he was like taken charge i because they had it's like there was one where he was they were like laying down from behind one i think she was like on top one was against the wall but there wasn't like a really like their first I have time, no I think. memory of the against the wall. I think there was one. When I hope I'm, you're um, probably right. I just really don't remember. I, I mean, normally I remember more about books than yeah. you. This one was fairly. Well, I mean, I just I finished it. Like I finished a good. I feel like there were actually a couple of missionary scenes. Why am I thinking that? I don't know. I mean, I read like seventy five percent of this this morning. Um, so you would remember better than I. I mean, you can like pull out specific. I just feel like the first yeah. couple of like the first time I thought was missionary, and then he what flipped her to her front. I thought, she but then was... I feel like they went back. To well, there was space sitting too. Yeah, but it was another one of those vague things. That I know Lisa kind of throws in there. I was like, commit to the face sitting. Let's commit. I mean, she committed. Like he, she was up there, and then I, maybe there was a missionary and I missed it, but. I just, I wanted the, closer that we got to the end, I just wanted, like, him on top. I don't know. I was like, Kev, go for it. And I guess the wall, I think there was a wall scene. Um, I really have no memory of that. I mean, I could also, I could. I have no memory. Whatever happened in the Alexandra Vasti one that I read last night. That definitely had a, their first time was in the library. Yeah, that was good. See, now that book is, like, escaping my memory. Oh, that one will not be escaping my memory anytime soon. <laughs> I'm excited for that episode. Um, but I think there was a wall scene. Cause well, cause with I these, mean, I believe they, you. They, I just they fully all, don't remember it. <laughs> I, I like gaslight myself into thinking there's not. Cause like I just my history of remembering things is just so shitty. But with like this book and Mind Till Midnight, they all happen in like the same chunk of the book. Yeah, because they're all very slow. It's like slow burn, and then slow like burn everything and then 60% happens. High yeah, density sex scenes, and, and so then, then plot. Because and they're like pretty like hard sex scenes. Like there's a lot. Yeah, and then you're like, is she gonna go for it? And then she they go for it again, yep. and so they all kind of like blend together. Um, yeah, I, there was a the good the. I think the from behind, but I'm also reading, um, the Duchess takes a husband by Harper St. George. And I, they haven't fully had sex yet, but that could also be influencing my thoughts. I don't quite know. I mean, I know they do it from behind. Yeah. Cause that was a good one. That was a good scene. Because, I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, same. Well, this was a weird book. It was a weird episode. Cause like, like, we, we're talking about it in, like, terms of, like, random plot moments rather than, like, the book as a whole because, like, what? <laughs> yeah, because I don't 
I can't like conceptualize it as a whole. I had the same problem with Mind Till Midnight where I finished it and I was like, I don't really like I couldn't explain the plot of this book to someone. Yeah. Others I feel like have a and I'm not like a I'm not somebody that needs a heavy external mm-hmm. plot. I'm perfectly happy to have a minimal external plot. But I need like this one and was just will they, won't well, they, Kev being hot and cold, and then Kev not being hot and cold, but then he was again because she lied, which I understand yeah. being upset because she lied, but like you're just doing a lot here. Yeah. And it that And no, then there was a poisoning. <laughs> that no plot thing does kind of happen when you don't have like a third act breakup. Like a lot of those mo- books are like this isn't necessarily I wouldn't say low angst. But like a lot of those books that I do like, they kind of are just two characters in a room or like in a scene with each other like the entire book. Not much happening. So like I definitely value that to an extent. This was um, a weird instance of it, though. It was, because things were happening. But... Yeah, you, there was also the plot of the, the the Cam trying to find their family, too, which, like... Yeah, that I, I cared less about. That's oh, where yeah. I stopped. I stopped the first night that I was reading this at that, like, chapter where they were going to go off together. I was like, we're going to stop here. So I didn't have the have to stop at him kidnapping her, because would, I wouldn't have been able to stop. Um, yeah, I... There was a moment where they ate bread and cheese. It was grilled. It was like grilled cheese, basically. Mm-hmm. That was good. I was like, I relate. I've got a lot of cheese. Glad that you noted that because I, I don't did. remember it. I did note it. I was like, bread and cheese. Because like someone on Twitter was like, I love this, but I immediately cannot remember any book that's ever eaten bread and cheese. No, I could same. never point to a book to be like, yeah. oh, this one. that you, Like, it's yeah. just a thing that happens thing. So frequently. I was, like, very excited to see in the flesh one that was actually eating bread and cheese. And this one, even then, wasn't, like, a slab of cheese. It was melted cheese. Um, still mm-hmm. sounded delicious, though. Might oh, my God. Know. You know what took me the hell out? I was thinking about the bread and cheese. Uh, <laughs> see, and this is another one of those, like, oh, the moment where she sets the wardrobe on mm-hmm. fire. That one's fun. Oh, the moment. So there's moments that I love. Cam showing up at the door of the their cottage that he's taken her to <laughs> with, like, clothes and food. And she's just Knowing like, hey. full well where she is. And he's like, what's up? Um, I brought you some stuff. Uh, everybody kind of lost their minds, and Harold is being super annoying. So I would recommend being back by nightfall. Um, everything good here? Are we we good? And Kev is like, "Yep, yeah, we're good." And he's like, "All right, bye, little sister." And she's like, "Bye, Cam. <laughs> Thanks for the the stuff." And then he left. I, yeah, like I love, and it it's kind of the Devin Raven uh, Ravenel effect, where like I liked yeah. him just fine in his own book. Mm-hmm. Actually, Marcus too. Mm-hmm. Lisa, these first, or well, he's not first, but these heroes that you like them more when they show up in other people's yeah. books. Cam is so funny in this because book. they can they can just be like happy in love and sometimes yeah. poisoned and like, sometimes poisoned. He's just like minding his business, helping the chaos that is the Hathaways. <laughs> he's like, none of y'all know how to live your life. Let me fix yeah. things for you. What was there like? I was trying to like the title. You like seduced me at sunrise. Oh, sunrise? I don't think most of the titles have actually. I mean, strictly speaking, Mine Until Midnight, they did have that, like, one-night Midnight. type situation yeah. where, like, they were going to do this, but then, well, he was determined they were going to get married. Amelia was not. Mm-hmm. Um, I think these titles are kind of loose. I mean, I could see, like, I don't really see the seduce me, but you do have the element of, like, he takes her in the night. Yeah. And then they're, like, and they, they spend were, like, the night, night together. And then they, like, woke up. 
But yeah. I, I think the titles are more just kind of arbitrary. Two lovers um, at the break of day. Two yeah. podcasters at the break of day because it it's is... 11 p.m. and probably light somewhere. What? In the morning. I don't know. It's 11 Bro, I still p.m. Have... I'm still hungry. That one bowl of soup was not enough. I kind of want to go smash some cheese. I've got a oh, lot of it. Cheese sounds really good right, right? now. We have like, I need... kind of a baguette downstairs. Ugh. I need a good baguette, like a good, like, Mm -hmm. crusty Mm -hmm. bread. This is a baguette from Trader Joe's. Mm. So it's real good. I want to make bread. But my father and my sister, they have celiacs. So, like, they Mm -hmm. can't have wheat. So, like, we can't be having flour everywhere. Um, I tried making bread once. It didn't go well. Yeah, we a really good baker, but not bread. Mm. Yeast scares me. Um, It's fair. I, we had like a really old bread maker one time and we tried to make gluten-free bread, which we were starting off in like the MVPs, like the big leagues, and we were not there yet. And to quote Ali Wong, that <laughs> Chewbacca bread. <laughs> it's gotten better over the years. I mean, my sister was born in 2003 and then she was diagnosed, I think, in like 2005. My dad was diagnosed in 2005, so like he didn't know, but it's genetic. So like one of your parents has to have it. Um, so my parents both got tested and he was the lucky one, but he doesn't even like bread. So it happened to the right one. Like God, like Jersey Mike's, they have like gluten-free bread and he like, and it's like good. Like I could eat it. And he's like eating, he's like, this is too much bread. I'm like, what? Oh, excuse me. My brother, actually the same brother that passed out during his wife's labor, um, almost died a few months ago because he has some kind of like. Uh, it's not celiacs, but it's some kind of like gluten allergy that mm. is only it exacer- like it, it only happens when he exercises. So oh. basically he like ate a quesadilla or something, I don't know, something with gluten, and then went to work out and was like running with oh. a guy and then like had an oh it's it's an allergy because he had so it's um, an allergic reaction. He went into anaphylactic shock and like oh almost died. Like his throat swelled up and he was like called 911 and a priest like he thought he was dying he almost died so he can't like he gets to like not eat gluten and also if he does somehow ingest gluten they're like you basically just need to not like move (laughs) that's odd because like because like the celiac like it's not like my sister just like projectile vomits everywhere Mm. for hours so it's not like anaphylactic like it's not like that's no, not kind an of allergy. allergy it's just yeah it's like it, it's well, a different it, yeah, presentation yeah. i don't know if people with celiacs like if they would if they could have that like I have no reaction idea. but my sister's is because like she i mean it she was like two when she was diagnosed so, like she'd only had like cheerios and like not a lot of wheat things um so like my dad's it's a, it's more mild because he was obviously able to live with it right. um but like i have to get like i can get tested like sporadically because like big life-changing events can trigger it in me like my my brother and i like giving birth getting in like a major accident like life events can just trigger it and i'm like but i love bread um so like i i know i've like tested negative thus far um but since it's in like my dad has it so i'm like oh my god um i don't quite know um anyway but bread and cheese bread and cheese god just, there's just something like it's like watching ratatouille and watching that mouse make a mushroom that just looks like cheese and I, every time i want to eat it and it's just like so it's such a visceral reaction and whenever i read bread and cheese i think it's my little peasant brain kicking on <laughs> little 
peasant right like um my family back you know ancestry whatever is mostly like german and british yeah same right so like i'm pretty sure that i was genetically (laughs) or i am genetically predisposed to like i just am built to eat potatoes and bread and cheese (laughs) that's what i am I mean, my mom's from Wisconsin, so dairy run runneth through my veins. Um, I got catcalled. I got catcalled in uh, the Twin Cities, and um, the guy was like, "Damn, girl, you're the meat and potatoes." <laughs> and I was like, Thank "What?" You. I was like, "What does that mean?" Um, and there's you know, this. You're a that you're the full a meal. Hearty meal. I'm a hearty meal. And then, much to my surprise, um, a popular diner in the Midwest is Perkins. Um, I love Perkins. They have a meat and potatoes special. <gasps> so every time I go to Perkins, I'm like, there's me. God, there's like no Perkins anywhere near us. I don't even yeah. know if they exist in Texas. I just remember from I when know. I lived in Virginia, there was a Perkins near us. And I miss it because, dear God. We've got we've got like the Perkins Baker Square rivalry going on here. We've got one of each in town. Um, both have great honey mustard. I'm a condiment person. Practice safe fooding. Um, and I hate that. Put a <laughs> dollar in the. You pissed me off. The pain. Jar. <laughs> the pain jar. Yeah, Caused I hurt. Pain. <laughs> I hurt you. <laughs> there was a when my grandpa was in a nursing home. There was. Um, lots of characters in said nursing home and one of them that we quote all the time rest in peace i assume because he was very old and it was years ago um but it was this very very old man in the nursing home in a wheelchair and he would wheel around and every time we saw him he would be going help me i hurt help me i hurt and i think he just wanted more pain meds um which i respect but we say that all the time i've fallen and i can't get it yeah it's kind of like that except just constantly help me i hurt it's our go-to when we're in pain. Um, and that is the vibe of every time you say something like that. Cool. Help me, I hurt. We need to wrap this because it's yeah, only getting more unhinged from here. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go eat some pepper jack cheese. Ooh. Bread and cheese. Mm-hmm. Bread yum, and yum, cheese. yum. <laughs> <laughs> yum, yum, yum. Oh. Well, on that note. Sorry, wait. Nah. On that note. <laughs> I commend you for being able to hit any note. And technically, um, anybody can hit a note. I, mean, I I don't know enough about notes. Any sound you make is a note. I mean, I guess, but like on purpose. I didn't. I couldn't tell you what that note oh. was. You're not trying to perfect pitch. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I got I got called out in elementary school. We. Every day in music class, every Wednesday, you had to sing at a pitch. You had to sing I Am Ready Now to hit a target. So, like, you had to sing at the pitch. And I hate that woman, that music teacher. Um, I never hit it because I had to go into, like, a falsetto range. And um, it sounded horrible. And I have fright of singing I Am Ready Now in front of an entire class. Um, The one day that I was gone, my entire class got 100% on the target. And I came back, and they were like, hey, guess what? And I was like, what? Uh, we all got treats in music because we all hit the target because you were gone. And then I saw a, a, a TikTok recently, like, 
people who think they can't sing, was there like a traumatic incident in the past of someone telling you that you can't sing? Yes. That is me. They all got treats and I was gone. I was like, good. I'm not holding you back anymore. <laughs> so um, that's my takeaway on where my life has ended up. Really depressing note to end this I, on. Well, uh, and a less one, if you have an enemy, get a wardrobe, stuff the enemy in the wardrobe. And then threaten to light them on fire. And then and do then so. Th- threaten to light them on fire. Um, that that's really a, iconic. That's her. a bad bitch move. I was so happy. I um, said, oh, don't worry, she's not going to do it. And then Wynn said, try me. <laughs> just the visual. That's so funny because being... I actually smell smoke right now. <laughs> just, just her. Maybe it set fire to the wardrobe. That could also, like, I, I just set fire. Yeah, yeah. Adele, she basically wrote that song, um, based on at least win on win. Wow. Yeah. Six degrees. Really. Okay, I'm gonna go eat soup and bread and cheese. Yeah. Look at us go. Um, happy Tuesday. Nope, it's not Tuesday. We're not doing that episode. Friday. Happy Friday. Friday. And or whatever day you're listening to this, maybe it is Tuesday. Maybe I'm just clairvoyant. Um, I know. Um, have a great life. <laughs> because if we're never gonna interact with you again, have a great life. Just in general, like I wish you the best. Just have a great life, and <laughs> we will see you next Friday or talk to you via your speakers next Friday or Tuesday. Is there a TBR Tuesday after this? Oh wait. You Whatever. You'll s- hear from mm, us again. Yeah, it's tu- that's going to be a Tuesday. Uh, <sighs> okay. Bye.